Welcome to 52 Weeks of Hustle. I'm Travis Apple, and I'll be your host of this podcast. After spending my entire career in the sports sales industry, I wanted the opportunity to give back, to give back to those individuals that want to get in this business, or for those individuals that are in this business that want to continue to excel at an elite level. For those of you who know me, hustle has always been important, hence the name. This podcast is presented by General Sports Worldwide and the Clubhouse. GSW is certainly picking up steam in search, recruiting, training, and consulting. The Clubhouse is a career development platform consisting of monthly webinars, in-depth training vault, job board, mentorship platform, blogs, and a focus on mental health. Be sure to sign up for a free membership at theclubhousecareers.com. In addition, thanks for everyone that has supported the book, Hustle Your Way to Success in Sports Sales. For season three, I'm going to have the privilege of sitting down with industry experts to discuss their career path, three key topics that are current in the industry, three hustle hot seat questions, Three pieces of advice, all under 24 minutes. Now on to our guests this week. Imagine starting off in an entry-level role with a team, having success, and then coming back to the team 14 years later in a leadership role and continue to work your way up. Our next mm-hmm. guest did just that, as I'm excited to have Travis Pellymounter, Senior Vice President of Ticket Sales and Service for the Tampa Bay Lightning and Vinick Sports Group. Travis, welcome to the show. Travis, thanks so much for having me. Travis, certainly very excited to have you and talk about your career. Let's kick it off where we just started. Did you ever imagine returning back to the Lightning some years later? Thank you, Travis. Uh, delighted to be here. Congrats to you on the, the success of the pod. I never thought I'd return to the Lightning. Um, the opportunity was so attractive, both personally and professionally, I, I had to do it. Uh, this was in 2012. The team wasn't necessarily at the top of the standings. The league uh, had a potential work stoppage coming. I was just so impressed with the culture of the organization and and the vision for the future. I had to do it. Um, Here I am 10 years later. No, it's awesome. So going back to the beginning, you you graduate from Florida State University with a degree in marketing. What do you think you wanted to do? Uh, Like many college graduates, I wasn't sure. Uh, FSU did not have a sport management program at the time. I didn't even know what that was. I didn't even think that existed. I didn't know jobs existed in sports. Uh, so, you know, the, the column kids, the kids today have such a, a big head start on, on what I had. Um, the funny thing is I knew I didn't want to do sales uh, and, and crazy how it worked of out. Of course, right? <laughs> I, I needed to pay off some student loans and, and convince my parents that college was worth it. So I took a job in outside sales selling uh, business forms and office products and got some sales training. Um, it was here in Tampa. Uh, I, I wasn't very good at it uh, because I didn't have the passion that I needed for sales. Uh, and uh, that's really how I got my start in sales was selling something that I didn't believe in. Yeah. And then you you ultimately got that passion for sales and your first role kind of in the sports world was with mm-hmm. the Lightning as a sales rep. You had a ton of immediate success, which leads you to a move to Atlanta in, in the city of Atlanta for 15 years, first with the Atlanta Thrashers. And you know, we always talk about this business and how small this world is. My first job out of college with the Thrashers. So I'm sure we could go on and on about not only the Thrashers, but selling them, you know, in the in Atlanta when they're not even there anymore. But you sell, you get into leadership with the Thrashers over the four years you're there. And that team is obviously not even there anymore. Tough sales market. So what's your advice to listeners on being able to sell at a high level in a market where people don't necessarily grow up watching that team or even that sport? Yeah, this is such a fantastic question, Travis. And and that was such a key time in in my career. It was extremely valuable to be a part of a new franchise, watch it built from the ground up. I started when there wasn't a team name, a logo, a jersey, got to see all that happen. Um, But it was a tough first couple of years. Uh, Our first season, we won 14 games. 
uh, out of 82. That means we lost a lot. Uh, <laughs> but as you know, from being there, Atlanta loves something new. And that's what we sold, right? So you got to find whatever that is. We sold the new experience, the new arena, the new franchise. We hoped it would take hold. Um, ultimately, it, it didn't. And that wasn't meant to be. Uh, and that franchise is, is now thriving in Winnipeg. Uh, I'm very thankful for that opportunity. But that's what I would say is whatever market you're in, whatever's going on, if, if the team isn't performing um, on the field or the ice or the court, you got to find something to sell. Right. And, and for us, it was it was new and it was different and it was fun. And I think that was one of the, the biggest takeaways from what you just said, in my opinion, is that storytelling piece. And as I go around traveling, you know, market to market every week and running sales training, it's a lot about storytelling. And some part of that story might be about the team. It might be about the facility. It might be about the membership or the group opportunity. But it's how are you you know, painting the picture and really diving in? And so, Travis, on your end, you really dive into leadership. You stay in market and you cross the road to the Atlanta Falcons. Back then, why, why was leadership the right fit for you? Yeah, it, it was kind of similar to the, the time at the Thrashers is it was such a great opportunity in that um, the Atlanta Falcons had not had a sales staff in the history of the franchise. The box office basically did all the work. So the franchise started in 1966. And in 2002, I was a ticket sales manager on the first sales staff in the history of the Atlanta Falcons. It, it was a great opportunity. Um, I, you know, I think all of us at some point watch the people that we work with or work for and we want to emulate things they do or not do things they do. Uh, and, and I knew I wanted to be a manager at some point. And, and some of the folks that I uh, mentors that I had um, and respected, I really wanted to get a chance to learn and, and grow and, and do what they did. And getting to be a manager on something new, brand new again, was a huge advantage for me because we were all building the culture the way we wanted. I wasn't you know starting somewhere else as a manager. Um, so we got to kind of learn together is like I said, extremely valuable and, and important time in my career. No, it's crazy how our business and our world continues to evolve. You know, if I did the quick math, right. 36 years after the team came into existence was the first kind of ticketing team. And now they, they've got a very robust staff and, and very dynamic staff. So yeah, great. You know, now with the Falcons, there are certainly some ups and downs again on the team side, you're selling the old Georgia dome, you know, at that point in time. And so what do you feel like you and the team did on such a consistent basis to have so much success in that premium space? So the Georgia Dome was massive. And I have to say was because it was obviously uh, demolished, which is sad. But hey, that's how sports goes, right? Um, it was one of the most intimidating, intimidating things I faced in my career was, was kind of walking in first time as an employee and thinking, how are we going to sell this thing out in Atlanta? 70,000 seats <laughs> after struggling to sell 20,000 for the Thrashers, right? right. I just remember walking Same out market. to the field. And, how are we going to get this done? Right. Um, and the Georgia Dome had a lot of premium spaces um, at the time. A lot of suites. It was built for the Olympics in 1996 and for the Falcons. Uh, 203 suites, 4,600 club seats. Right? At the time, that was a lot. Um, I know there's been some new facilities built recently for the NFL that are much more robust, bigger, have more amenities, more premium spaces. But, but at not the back time, then. It, was, it was a pretty big deal. And we had eight total salespeople. Two of us focused on premium. Um, which seems completely crazy. Now they have like hired guns, hired teams come in to sell the premium. <laughs> to sell the spaces, um, yep. To sell the spaces, yeah. So um, it, it was it was a crazy time. And again, super valuable because there really was nobody else except for just the eight of us. Um, and it really groomed not only our leadership, but also our ability to sell. Yeah, sell kind of no matter what. You can't control what you can control. Mm -hmm. 
Travis, then you fast forward, you know, back in July of 2012, almost 14 years after you left the Lightning, you returned to the team and you've been there ever since. You talked about, you know, the value both personally and professionally for that return. And, and so you've worked your way up in the last 10 plus years to the SVP role you're in now. What do you feel like the Vinick Sports Group and the Lightning does as an organization to help maintain top talent like yourself? So it is crazy how things come full circle. Uh, as, as I mentioned at the top of the pod, uh, the culture here is the differentiator. That's that's the bottom line. Uh, it starts at the top with whom I consider the best owner in sports, Jeff Vinnick and, and his family, uh, and our CEO, Steve Griggs. They provide outstanding leadership and the resources that, that we need to be successful. Um, we're challenged to be the very best versions of ourselves, uh, to grow both personal, personally and professionally. Um, it's a high-performing culture. We move fast. It's not always easy. It's not always perfect. No organization is. Um, but as you know, the things that you're most proud of are, are the things that are the most challenging. So we're always looking for what's new, what's the next challenge. Um, also, uh, I'm proud to say that we, we focus a lot on professional development. Right now, we dedicate time to every single person on our sales and service team. They get one hour per month with a manager to talk about the next step in their career, what their hopes and dreams are. Um, and it's more about skills, development, and responsibility, not titles and promotions. Um, it's a key pillar for our department and, and our organization. And our people operations department has the same focus across the building. Such great advice, Travis. You know, if you're a listener out there, whether you're whether you're an entry level or early on in your career, that's the culture you're looking for. People that are willing to invest time and energy and effort. And for the leaders out there listening, what are you doing to challenge yourself and your organization every day to continue to invest in people and Travis, it's certainly been a fun few years for the organization, two Stanley Cups, and walk the listeners through those experiences. Oh, man, how long do we have? Um, <laughs> so it's it's still surreal to think that we won back-to-back Stanley Cups uh, after being in the business for 20 years. It's a tough trophy to win. For, for my money, the toughest in sports. It is a grind. It's it's the thrill of my professional career. I'm so proud to have been a part of, of both of them, Travis. Um the first was during the famed bubble during COVID. Team couldn't be here. We had to find a way to entertain our fans, and they couldn't see the team live. Couldn't even do it we live. Made the most yeah. of it, right? We hosted socially distant uh, distance watch parties. It was just a couple of thousand people at the rink in the pod seating. Super awkward, um, but you know, ultimately, our team was doing anything we could to help the organization at that time. Um, we had to fill in. It wasn't we couldn't get part time workers. So the night we clinched was a watch party. I was an usher uh, in a, in one of the sections. Uh, the countdown was done, and I was so excited. I ran around looking for anybody that I could hug. Happened to run into Jared Dillon, uh, my boss and our CRO. We were jumping up and down like little kids. Um, yeah, yeah. Celebrated as carefully as we could that night, given COVID. Um, a night slash morning, I'll I'll never forget. Right, like that was that was a wild time. Um, the second, a bit more traditional. Uh, we were back to a full building, still socially distanced that season, but start of the Stanley Cup final, we got to go full building. Um, anybody that's been to a playoff hockey game knows how truly electric it is. Um, and it is so fun working those games. It's stressful because you really want to win. You don't know what's going to happen. It's exhilarating. It's exhausting. It's all those things. Um, the best part of winning the second cup though, however, was, was clinching on home ice, full arena, friends and family there. Um, I'll never forget racing to find my wife and my three children and hugging them for the final few seconds and watching the cup come out, right? Their excitement. Um, that's what it was all about. Those are the memories that I'll cherish forever, right? So much so that my youngest daughter, she came to the first game the following season and asked when the confetti was coming down. And I'm like, <laughs> this, this doesn't happen all the time, right? Uh, then we got to party with our teammates into that night again, get ready for a boat parade. 
Um, the whole Champa Bay thing was taken off. So yeah. um, after 20 years, right, like it's funny how it ends up coming down to it's about people. And what finally happens, you just want to celebrate with your teammates that you work so hard with and your family and friends. The text messages start flying and the calls start flying. Um, it's just it's a special time. And that's awesome. And, you know, we, we talk a lot about this business being such a grind, a lot of late nights, hours, weekends, time away from family and friends, but being able to cherish and bring it all together. So I always have to ask the guests here on the podcast are fortunate enough to win a championship. Do you ever wear the rings? Yes. Heck yeah, man. It is nice. an amazing, it's an amazing gift that we were given by Jeff Finnick and his family. Um, they're both beautiful reminders of the accomplishments of the hard work of those seasons. Um, I share often when people ask that question that I got so jealous when I first started here at the lightning that on June 7th, my teammates that were here in 2004, that won the, the first cup, the lightning one, they all wear their rings. They have kind of a, a camaraderie and almost a fraternity sorority together. And we'd get so envious and jealous on that day. I remember the day I wasn't even part of it. I know, June 7th, but you so know, I know it. So we're hoping to start a similar tradition. We'll wear our rings on the anniversary day and try and find some other special times um, to wear them. But but yeah, it's a beautiful gift. I don't want it locked up in a lockbox or something all time. We're driven by the search for better. But when it comes to hiring, the best way to search for a candidate isn't to search at all. Don't search match with Indeed. Indeed is your matching and hiring platform with over 350 million global monthly visitors, according to Indeed data, and a matching engine that helps you find quality candidates fast. Ditch the busy work. Use Indeed for scheduling, screening, and messaging so you can connect with candidates faster. Leveraging over 140 million qualifications and preferences every day, Indeed's matching engine is constantly learning from your preferences. So the more you use Indeed, the better it gets. Join more than 3.5 million businesses worldwide that use Indeed to hire great talent fast. And listeners of this show will get a $75 sponsored job credit to get your jobs more visibility at Indeed.com slash BlueWire. Just go to Indeed.com slash BlueWire right now and support our show by saying that you heard about Indeed on this podcast. That's Indeed.com slash BlueWire. Terms and conditions apply. Need to hire? You need Indeed. Again, we're here on 52 Weeks of Hustle. The guest today, Travis Pellimounter, Senior Vice President of Ticket Sales and Service for the Tampa Bay Lightning and Vinick Sports Group. And so, Travis, let's get into three hot topics. In, in question one, selling sports is never easy, regardless of wins or losses. And we kind of talked through some of your experiences. And now the Lightning have certainly played better, as we just talked about in previous years, and, and won those few championships. However, it yep. hasn't always been smooth sailing. It's, it's a very transient market. What's your all? What's your advice to all the listeners on the value of just really running parallel paths, but also selling at a high level, no matter the outcome? You on the ice, on the field, on the court. You said it perfectly. You have to sell at a high level and believe in the experience first. You have to believe it. If the team wins, bonus, right? Like they aren't going to win every game. You have to be able to, to insulate from wins and losses. Ultimately, you're, you're selling entertainment, and that's the value proposition of the buyer. So find out what matters most to them and, and make sure they get it. Is it food and beverage, access to the team? Is it fan experiences? Is it the seating or a specific club? Um, you, you have to ask. You have to listen. Everyone has something that matters most to them or to their clients. If you discover this, you're going to be successful. Great. And question two, Travis, you spent the majority of your career in the NHL outside of those times in the NFL. And 
how have you seen that league evolve over time, especially some of the challenges faced both with teams moving out that you've been a part of, but also the leagues and the strikes and things like that? Sure. So uh, as you mentioned, the league continues to grow. The, the two newest teams, Vegas and Seattle, were launched at instant success. As former thrashers, I know we're probably a little jealous of uh, the, <laughs> right. the head start they had. But now we've seen what the league can do when they give those teams a head start. And and as you know, somebody that's interested in, in the whole league success, I think it's fantastic that they they got that head start. You know, um, I'm I'm very proud of the continued focus that the league has shown non-traditional hockey markets. And Tampa is showing that a non-traditional hockey market can be a, a hockey town. So, um, you know, I think all leagues, all franchises, all sports are going to have challenges and and the leagues need to stick together. Uh, and I think, I think the NHL has done a pretty good job of ensuring through some really challenging times again with COVID uh, that the league stayed interesting and entertaining, but also still, you know, solvent going forward. Absolutely. And finally, question three, Travis, with Vinick Sports Group, there's so many entities as it holds the arena, the commercial sales facilities live there with college athletics, two event venues, a digital media company, retail, e-commerce platforms, just to name a few. What advice do you have for balancing and being as efficient and effective every day, regardless of kind of your responsibilities? So, uh Time management becomes so important uh, and essential as you advance throughout your career. I'd advise any of your listeners that's just getting started in their career, focus on time management now. Have a plan for your day. Stick to that plan. Block time for strategy and planning. Allow for some flex time for things to change. If you can master time management early in your career, you'll be better equipped to take on additional responsibilities and opportunities from, from your boss. This will make you a better employee, a more attractive candidate for advancement. Like it's it's that simple. Figure it out now and you get a chance to grow. No, absolutely. Travis, certainly great advice there. And as you think about you know, your career, you've had a, a tremendous career. And as you think back, what's been your best memory? It's a tough question. Uh, winning two Stanley Cups is near the top just, just because of what they symbolize, are the, all the hard work to get there. And I've been lucky to be a part of teams that have achieved some really fantastic revenue goals and sales goals. Um, it's simple, though, man, and I'll go back to the same thing. It has to be the people, the memories I've made with coworkers who are now longtime friends. Those are the most special to me. If we achieve something together, but now they're friends and I get to see them grow. Um, that's, I think, what I'm, I'm most proud of. Those are the special memories. Awesome. Well, Travis, ton of great advice. Certainly hunt, fun to hear about your journey you know, throughout this business. And so to close out, I'd like to put our guests on the hustle hot seat. So you ready for this? I'm ready. Let's go. If you could have any actor play you in a movie, who would it be? Oh, I'm ready to get roasted for this. Leonardo DiCaprio. Love it. What's the last thing you completed on your bucket list? This is a fantastic question, Travis. Um, just after COVID, I was able to take my son with my brothers and our nephews to see uh, to see our favorite band. We talked about it all through COVID. Finally made it happen in Atlanta last fall. That was uh, a Metallica concert. Awesome. And if you hosted a talk show, Travis, who would be your first guest? Similar to number two, it's got to be my man, the front man from Metallica, James Hetfield. He's got to be on my uh, my show. That would be quite the interview. Well, Travis, to close it out, what are three key takeaways you'd give every listener to be in your shoes one day? Uh, so these are going to sound so simple and easy, uh, but I think they make sense. Uh, number one, just do your best every day. Uh, be the best version of you. Don't compare yourself to others. Number two, be a good teammate. Pick others up when they're down. Be a better teammate when you're going through a tough time. Uh, and, and number three, get out of your comfort zone. 
If you're too comfortable, you're not doing it right. Um, these sound so simple. Not everybody does it. If you can, there's a long and successful career in front of you. No, great advice, you know, to your point and being the best, being able to dominate your day, team, good things happen to good people and, and be willing to get out of your comfort zone, do things differently. So, Travis, thank you so much. You've had such a great career. It's always a pleasure talking to you, and I certainly appreciate your time and expertise. Thank you. Pleasure to be on. And uh, everybody come see us in Tampa. Absolutely. Well, again, this is Travis Apple. Thank you for listening to 52 Weeks of Hustle. Please be sure to follow the podcast on Twitter, Instagram, and TikTok. We'll be back next week with another industry leader. Have a great week. Everyone is talking about magnesium. It's all you hear about. But why? What do we know about magnesium? Well, magnesium is the number one mineral that 75% of Americans are deficient in. If you are a woman over 35, magnesium will help you rediscover balance, energy, and vitality. Magnesium supports more than 300 enzymatic reactions in your body, including those involved in hormonal balance. From functional medicine doctors to mental well-being and female hormone experts, we all know that magnesium is the one mineral to improve all aspects of well-being and health. But which one? Magnesium Breakthrough from Bioptimizers. The trusted choice recommended by leading experts with seven best-absorbed forms of magnesium to ensure your body receives the support it needs for overall well-being. Go to bioptimizers.com slash balance today and use code BALANCE10 for 10% off. Support your journey to wellness at B-I-O-P-T-I-M-I-Z-E-R-S dot com forward slash balance. Magnesium Breakthrough from Bioptimizers, your foundation to optimal health and vitality.